way to go then, son. Yeah, sorry. Putting <laughs> <laughs> uh, up some stuff on my phones. Oh, yes. Give you the claps. That's right, give people the clap. I fucking hate when people do that. What's that? When they they film themselves clapping. Like it, it, I know I know there's a technical purpose for yeah, it. Yeah, but like cut it out of the Yeah, but you don't have to show it before every fucking interview you do. Yeah. Um it's funny cuz uh, when when old Boris was doing that when he was doing the press conference last week and they they accidentally started live recording before <laughs> before they were supposed to and the geezer was doing that check <laughs> and Claire's like why is he clapping <laughs> it's like he's trying to get time codes or whatever trying to sync up the timer but anyway everybody hello oh you caught us unawares you didn't know <laughs> oh, you were listening <laughs> oh, oh I didn't see you there <laughs> oh welcome to the pod this is talk amongst yourselves I'm Flo's that is Kev as always, how are you? Oh, I'm bloody stiff as a board, mate. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. This is how I'm, I'm so excited for podcasting. I, know, I was about to say, I was like, hey, you're enjoying this a little too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I started doing exercise again because I've realised I'm turning into such a fat fuck that I need to, need to do something about it. So, uh, it's the technical term, right? It's the, the medical, medical term for it is fat fuck. Fat fuck, yeah. I'm I'm clinically a fat fuck, <laughs> but I, I just happened I happened upon a uh, external hard drive when I was at, at my mum's the other day, and I opened it up and I saw all these uh, old exercise videos like P ninety X and uh, the Insanity, like basically every exercise you could imagine, every trend, every like fad exercise that people did is on this mm. external hard drive. So I gave it a go yesterday, and. Uh, Boy, am I stiff. It's mad how, like, it takes you a while to get into the swing of things. And then after a while, you're like, all right, cool. Yeah, I'm doing this and it's not hurting and I'm feeling better about myself. Mm. If you miss it for a few weeks or a month or something, you're right back at square one and it's horrible to begin again. No, it's true. It's true. Like, you know, the the minute you slip out of it, uh, yeah, even like a week or so. It's just figgy, but um, I do have a question. Okay, why didn't you have porn on that hard drive like a normal person? He <laughs> <laughs> said I didn't. <laughs> I'm no, saying, if I found a hard drive, <laughs> if I found a hard drive from back in the day, <laughs> it'd be a lot of P ninety sex, a penis ninety sex. <laughs> <laughs> it's a communal hard drive, so it's uh, it's not a good idea to put the journals on there. <laughs> of course not. Of course not. You don't need to save them nowadays, anyway. The internet's fast enough that you know yeah. they're just there. It's just there. They're just it? there. Uh, we also um, quick update on last week. I mentioned that Sun Number One had acquired his own mobile telephone. Oh yes. Has <laughs> uh, <laughs> he started a telephone scam? <laughs> I heard him the other day. He was like, good morning, madam. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> oh, shit, get out. <laughs> get out. No, uh, I, I, we have some bad news, I'm afraid. he uh, His phone passed away. <laughs> <laughs> and I say it like this because when when the missus broke the news to him, 
it was like a member of the family had died. Like the streams of tears <laughs> coming from the kid. Mad though, because like what is that? It for a week, two weeks? Yeah, I'll say a week. It's yeah, it's mad. The level like like once that technology gets you, the attachment to it was is unreal. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. But it's because he never put it down. That's the reason it died. It's like a fucking years old phone. And just he's always the shit out he's just battering the shit out of it. He's like downloading games, and if he doesn't, if he the first time he dies, he just deletes it and downloads another one. <laughs> but not, but not because not because that's how he thinks it works. It's just because the phone was so old and shit. There was like literally no. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, no, you know, that's what you do. You don't like a game, you delete it. But like, yeah, you yeah, got to take no, into account the age. There's no memory. There's no memory on this phone. So if he was to download that. Download an app and play it, and then get bored of it. If he wanted another one, he had to download, had to delete it, and download another. Yeah, yeah. Um, please, please, I cannot. But yeah, he was, he was, he was, he was always talking to Siri when when he found out how to use Siri. Fucking hell! Like just asking him every question under the sun, and it kind of makes you wonder: like, did Siri kill itself? <laughs> Like it would rather, it would rather die completely than have to listen to my son's fucking, just listening to him talk his ear off. It's like Siri, why do stairs go up? Oh, for fuck's sake, Siri! Oh, what what do you want? What now? Oh, what now? So like Siri, why ask your mum? What I mean, data not found. I cannot help you with that. <laughs> I'm exhausted. <laughs> Not tonight. I have a headache. <laughs> I'm washing my hair tonight. I am unable to help you. <laughs> I think it would be better if we were just friends. <laughs> you shouldn't ask me questions anymore. <laughs> Don't make things difficult between us. <laughs> <laughs> I'll hit you up on Facebook. <laughs> What's your dad saying? We used to have a good time. <laughs> I remember. I remember the bands me and him had once. <laughs> oh well, yeah. yeah. But other than that, it's been a quiet one. Um, how about you? It was Halloween. Did you have a spooky weekend? No. Cause fuck Halloween. Correct. That is the correct answer. Um, again, Halloween is just one of those things that get... It's another thing that I was like, I, I didn't mind it. I kind of liked it, but it's just been ruined for me by people going so far over the fucking top. Yeah, taking it too far. Yeah. Like, uh, why? I love Halloween. I love Halloween. Why? Why do you love Halloween? Please tell me exactly what it is about Halloween that's so special. Like, we get to dress up. Yeah, you do that when you go to fancy dress parties. <laughs> Oh, people come and knock on the door and trick or treat. That nobody gives a fuck. I nobody get to, gives a fuck. <laughs> I get to dress up like a scary slag. Mm. It's like oh, I get to put loads of decorations out in my garden. Like and and there's not enough. There is no reason that's strong enough for you to like. There's there's good enough reasons for you to like and enjoy Halloween, but there is nothing about Halloween where you should be fucking jizzing your pants at the mere thought of it in September. It's in America. Speaking of oh, which, no. I saw a, I saw a video yesterday where some someone had 
decorated their whole front yard full of like um, mechanical ghosts and like zombies and people coming out of graves and stuff like that. Mm. But if you I... paid, if you paid as much attention to <laughs> to equality and <laughs> being a decent human being. As you did in your in your Halloween decorations, then might, maybe <laughs> maybe your country might be worth something. And that's it. And you know what? I like again. I like seeing that shit as well. Like I am, I, I enjoy seeing that shit. I'm like, oh yeah, that's cool and it looks good. But again, it's not enough of a reason for me to be like, oh yes, <laughs> Halloween, hello fucking Ween. So yeah, it joins the pile with fucking dogs. And snakes. Uh, people get way too hype over those nowadays. Snakes? And Christmas. Yeah, people just going on like snakes are the fucking greatest thing on earth. They're not. They're not. They're not. Oh, look at the danger noodle. Fuck off. Fuck off, it's a snake. You have not heard someone say danger noodle. Oh, I fucking have. I've Why heard are they, say are they... it. I've seen it written down. Oh, God. Are they currently dead? <laughs> Yes, they were killed by a snake. Ironically. Well, that's the thing with snakes, isn't it? If you get, if you like, the only real safe-ish snake you can get is a python. And if they if they get big enough, they're coming for you, mate. A snake would kill everybody. That would kill you and everybody you cared about without a fuck second fucking thought. I saw a program where like some some family had a snake and they had family staying over, and there was like a, a four year old kid. Sleeping in the in the living room or something where the snake was, and the snake got yeah. out and ate the kid. Oh fuck off! Yeah, and this is the thing, right? Because like, all right, so you look at fucking dogs and cats and chinchillas and birds and all that shit. Like, after a while, they're your peoples, right? <laughs> you know, once they get used to being held captive in your house, like the Stockholm syndrome sets in, and it's all good. <laughs> they're your peoples. Snakes, I've never heard nah. it. <laughs> Never heard it referred to it like that. I feel like you could have a snake for nigh on 40 fucking years or whatever, and it would still turn around when it got the chance and sink its teeth into your fucking heart. It, yeah, its mission its mission will still be to yam. Yeah. Yeah. So don't give me that bullshit. Fucking don't give me that bullshit. Danger noodle, that's ridiculous. That's worse than fur baby. It is. It is. It is. In fact, I'm a bit, I'm a bit upset that you've brought that to to my attention. <laughs> brought it to the table. All yeah. right. Well, it's up to take off your mind off a bit. Is there any point in life, in any context, where you should be walking around a shopping centre with an empty wheelchair? Hang on. Let, let me have a think. Hang on. Please do. Please do, because I don't have the answer to this. I mean, the obvious question is, have you misplaced something? <laughs> this is it, right? So, took the fam to Putshack over in White City. And then afterwards, was like, fuck it, let's just go to Westfield and get something to eat from there. And we're walking, we're walking around. And then there's this geezer in front. And he's just like, oh, I'm just like, oh, come on, fuck it. Uh, you know, he's, he's proper in the way. I'm like, just move to the side a little bit. And then I noticed he's got a wheelchair. And the wheelchair is empty. And I'm like, why do you have this? Like, if you just bought it, it should be, like, folded up or in the box or whatever. <laughs> it, 
if you're going to, you can't be going to pick someone up because where did you leave them? (laughs) (laughs) And did you forget them somewhere? I can't think of any, there is nothing that makes sense to me as why there is no scenario in my head that I can think of where it's like, oh yeah, that's why it's pushing around an empty wheelchair. Yeah. I can't, I can't come up with it, but that was, that was the conundrum. That was the conundrum. Yeah, I don't don't have Um, an answer for you, mate. Best tweet that I saw this week that was hilarious, unintentionally hilarious and just absolute gammonaise, which is the (laughs) sauce that goes on the gammon, just to top it off. (laughs) Gammonaise. So somebody must have done one of their usual tweets about, uh, my granddad lived through the war and if he was alive today, he wouldn't be wearing a mask. First off, According to his tweet, his granddad was bought. His granddad was like six when the war started and twelve when it finished, so he had no fucking clue what was going on. <laughs> so don't, please, don't come along like he was part of the war effort. <laughs> also, if he's still alive today, he's probably wearing some sort of oxygen mask. So <laughs> exactly. But the thing that caught my eye was the reply, which was, "My granddad flew one hundred bombing runs over London and wouldn't have let the government tell him what to do." It's like, who the fuck do you think told him to go on those bombing runs? <laughs> Which was the first thing? The first thing that hit me was that. Like, who do you think? Told that him makes that? You, sorry. That makes you sound like he's just gone on a hundred bombing one runs on a whim. I'm just going to hop in my Spitfire, fly over the capital. I know Spitfires don't have bombs, but who cares? Who cares? But yeah, help in your Spitfire. But also. And it was only after I'd spent a little time chuckling to myself about the whole thing about the government was that I reread it and I was like, why was your granddad bombing London? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, was your granddad a Nazi? Don't hold him up as an example. <laughs> What's your granddad's name Fritz perchance? <laughs> He's like, he flew 100 bombing raids over London. <laughs> I was just like, fucking hell. Mate, you've you've done yourself, you've stitched yourself right up there. <laughs> stitched yourself right up. Oh, it was so good. It was so good. Oh dear. <sighs> anyway, um what are we what are we talking about today? I don't know. Are we are we segueing or are we just fucking grabbing something off the off the rack? I mean the obvious one to talk about is lockdown two. AKA lockdown two, let's try this again, shall we? AKA lockdown two, dawn of the mega tax. AKA lockdown two, revenge of the lockdown here. AKA <laughs> lockdown two, return of insta live sets. AKA, AKA lockdown two, two lock, two down. Oh, you bastard. I had that one. I had that one in the fucking chamber. What, what else you, what have you got then? I've got loads. Um, well, lockdown two, the relocking in. Nice. Boom. Oh, lock shots, part two. <laughs> <laughs> um, that might be my favourite. Classic, uh, romance in the Rhone. Rhone <laughs> <laughs> um, one, which was Rogue one. Also, shout outs to uh, Patrick, cousin of mine, fresh listener. He was the one that gave me the. We were talking about Star Wars and stuff, and that was when I came out of Rhone One. Oh, you're right. And the last one was Toronator Two, Judgment Day. I've <laughs> <laughs> oh, got Lockdown Two, Rona's Revenge. Mm. Lockdown mm. Two, 
This time it's fluey. <laughs> Lockdown two, five G's resurgence. <laughs> Lockdown two. This is where I just got bored. Lockdown. Lockdown two. The philosopher's stone. <laughs> the philosopher's Rhone. Oh God! Why did I miss that one? How did you miss the philosopher's Rhone? You've just made me think of another one. Though. Lockdown, Lockdown two. two. Yeah. Lock harder. Ah, standard. standard. The lost. The lost world. Lockdown two. <laughs> lockdown two, Tokyo Drift, <laughs> and lockdown two, Endgame. Um, lockdown two. This time it's personal space. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lockdown two, hands face space. <laughs> but yeah, um, so this is a thing from Thursday. From Thursday, we're back. We're back into the into the the lock of it all. What joyous What's your thoughts? Be? I mean, I, mean I, I don't... Apart from the odd occasion where I've met up with you and we've gone to the pub or something, I've not really mm. done anything that was happening outside of lockdown, if you know what I mean. Like, I've... Yeah, yeah, no, 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 yeah, yeah. I was like I'd, visit, I'd, visit, I'd visit one family member, um, just stay there for a while and then just go home again. Like, I weren't, I weren't gallivanting to the cinema or... Going to every restaurant in town, I was just, I was just doing what I normally do, and it's not going to affect me at all, really. I don't think. Maybe, maybe a bit of um, boredom might set in because you, we don't have, we won't have that option for at least a month to do those sort of things. Yeah, other than, other yeah. than that, it's just going to be oh well. I mean, I don't, I don't. It's, I don't think it's going to work because mm-hmm. because the, every time they they produce these numbers, like every day when they say so and so many thousand cases, of new cases a day, they're working retroactively, aren't they? Or retrospectively, should we say? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So they're, they're playing catch up. They're playing, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're playing catch up. So a week, week, two weeks into this lockdown, they're still going to be working on past numbers and, and numbers are going to catch up. So the numbers aren't going to dwindle anytime soon so it's going to it's going to last longer than a month almost certainly again for me it's the half measure of it like if you're going to lock down lock the fuck down i feel like again it probably will have like yeah it will have some kind of effect like cases and deaths will probably go down by a portion but probably not enough that by december 2nd they'll be comfortable yeah. saying all right, cool, we're done. I think December 2nd is just a placeholder for extending it. And and then they kind of get to shift it. It's an arbitrary say, date, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's an arbitrary date. But then when it hits... Because they, they don't want to say we're locking down till New Year. Yeah. But when it hits September, December 2nd, they can turn around and be like, look, use lot are not... Because we know not everyone's going to abide by it anyway. No. But they can turn around and be like, we told you to lock down to December 2nd. Some of you are still fucking about. We've got to extend it. And that way it's not them. It's us. Um, I don't understand why they're not um, following suit of the Chinese and the Koreans. Like... Shooting people. And that's North Korea. With Corona. Sorry, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, people, but people like China and Vietnam and South Korea, their numbers are really low. And they're like, I saw, I saw something like every for every million cases, there's three deaths or something. 
in China. Yeah, I saw that actually. Yeah, I did read it's a it's a low 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 portion low portion. So I can't understand, and and they're obviously doing they're using different testing and tracing methods. I would assume. Oh, they're testing China's testing and tracing methods are mad. Like China's testing and tracing methods are like their turnaround time on tests is 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 minuscule. Um, again, I don't, I don't know what they're using, how they're doing it, but it's it's. I don't, I don't crazy. understand why they've not gone. Hey, can we borrow that? Or do you know what I mean? Like, why why mm. have they done things so fucking ass backwards over here, where they've spent billions on this app that doesn't even track and trace. Or tech and trace or whatever it is, because tracking. <laughs> um, but they've spent so many billions on something that just doesn't work, and it's like you could get some fucking nerd who lives in his parents' loft. Yeah, we don't have basements. <laughs> you can get you can get some nerd who's like who who goes to college and he's like an IT whiz. He could probably knock up an app that would be half decent for a smidgen of the price. I could probably knock up an app if they're doing it on Excel. <laughs> like, turns out they were doing it on Excel, so I could, I, I could, I could get a pivot table out there for you. <laughs> That's the thing, though, isn't it? Anyone could do it. Yet they've spent billions on it, and it doesn't fucking work. So, well, they've spent billions. They've spent billions in the wrong places. And again, it's one thing that's become very, very. And you know, this is not new news. This is not. Uh, you know, it's been around for years, but they've just been looking after their peoples. Mm. Like you look at the amount of money they spent on PPE on like fucking companies that just sprung up out of nowhere. And um, it's funny. It's, oh God, I'm going to totally fuck this up. I'm going to be uh, incorrect. But the woman that's in charge of the uh, I think you're track and say, trace. I think you're about to say the same thing I was about to say. About the woman that's in charge of track and trace. Um, like, she needs like they're like oh she it needs to be investigated it needs to be looked at and like yeah. proprieties and stuff like that but the person that runs the person that would run that investigation is her husband, her husband yeah fucking um, that's, that's yeah. when i realized it's, yeah. they've just when whenever someone's got into a place a position of power they've called their mates up do you want a job it's not about and the thing is it's not about like who's been qualified to do it they've just gone like they've had a yeah. chat down the pub and they've gone. Do you want a Do you want a job that 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 fuck fucks everything up? And they'll be like, Yeah, I I have no idea what I'm doing, but cool, I'll do it. <laughs> but this is the thing as well, because like on the surface of it, like we'd all do it. Not not in their position, but like if I if I'm gonna if I'm gonna do something, I'm gonna look to somebody I know before I look to a stranger. And so you're like on the surface of it, you're like, Well, you know, you look after the people you know, and you want your friends to do well. First of all. The reason I would do it in my situation is because I know the people I know could always do with a little bit of extra income. Yeah. Making ends meet. But not only that. Their peoples are not, str- their peoples are not struggling for money. They're blessed where they are. <laughs> Secondly, the stuff that I would look to my friends for is whatever their strengths are. Mm. Like, you know, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm not going to get them. Like again, like, yeah, say for instance, I'm starting my business and I need a fucking database made. I'm not going to ask you. <laughs> be banging but trouble mate if I'm like yeah exactly but if I'm like yo I'm gonna need some music then I'm coming to you because that is your area yeah I <laughs> like, mean you know not only that it's if you're this is what you're talking if you're what you're talking about you're not talking about you being in a government role are you no, you're talking about no, if you had a project going you'd want your mates to do you, you're not talking about something that could affect the whole country no, if if my shit fails, it 
I, I fail, like, yeah. you know, but nobody else is harmed by that. If I start a business and I was to hire all the wrong people, then that's me. That's on me. I fuck myself up. Yeah, the margin but, for error is very low and it's very, and it's like, and it doesn't affect, and, and, yeah. the, and the amount it, amount of people it affects is is minuscule. And again, even at that level, if I needed something done and I did not know anybody that could do that, I'm going to a fucking, I'm going to somebody that is qualified. <laughs> like, you know. You take it seriously, is what you're saying. I, I would, yes, I would <laughs> be a fucking adult about it. <laughs> Cunts, mm. cunts, a lot of them. I'm just uh... what what I've said to you before about uh, about this whole thing. Um, mm. I, the way, the reason I say lockdown isn't going to work is because people can still be infected and then get infected again. So, like numbers could go down, but because people can get infected again, it's not going away anytime soon. So the numbers are just going to go back up again, right? Yeah, yeah. No, um, I think so. So, so I think, what I, lockdown, so what I a lockdown needs to get to a lockdown needs to get to negligible numbers, and we're talking, yeah. What I was going to say was, I think they're wrong in. I mean, I may be wrong, but in my opinion, mm. I think that they're wrong in the way that they're addressing the virus now. I don't think it's the same as when. When it first came about, okay. So, so instead of just locking everyone off, you protect mm. the people that, if it does, if they do get infected, they're in trouble. Do mm, what you can yeah, to, to yeah. protect them. And it's proven now that, for the most part, if you get it, you'll be ill for a couple of weeks, but it's not going to do you any harm, for the most part. So let that happen but then my thing is we don't you don't know who, like i mean obviously you know who's at risk but of the people that are healthy and probably will go over it you don't know who of those ones won't even without underlying conditions and stuff yeah but then you could say that for yeah. everything though yeah and you can and other stuff should be looked at but and then this is the other thing i don't understand when people talk about like flu they go oh, flu kills more people then why do we not do more to stop flu <laughs> like i i just i don't probably get this something like, probably because something that's probably not going to go away yeah but not that it's not going to go away but you can help minimize like and again they do do that they've flu flu jabs every year yeah you have flu exactly. You have flu jabs every year, which helps to bring the numbers down and stuff. But again, I like there would be no harm in you know come flu season. All right, people that are at risk, you have to do this and that. Fuck, like even legit, legitimately, I'm thinking even going forward, once this is all over, come flu season, I might start busting it around in a mask on the on the on the fucking tube during winter, because then that's just like a little extra level, an extra layer of protection. Yeah. Um, I just like not not saying that this is what you're doing, but like there's just certain arguments, like the flu argument, like I think is is dead for me, because I'm just like, for me, it's not a case of, oh, we're taking COVID too seriously. It's like, well, maybe we don't take flu seriously enough. I and see like, your point. The whole... there's, a of, there's a bit of there's a bit of both sides on that. I think, like, if we're taking it as seriously as we have been, then yeah, take flu yeah. a little bit more seriously. But at the same time. They don't. There's not. It's not as if they're just like 
poo-pooing flu away, are they? They're... No, no, no. I'm not saying they're, they're poo-pooing flu, but there's always more you can do, right? Poo-poo flu. There's always more than you can do. The poo-poo flu is when you have like curry in the next day. <laughs> um, yeah. And I keep seeing, you know, obviously now this second lockdown coming about, this, the, the sentence that gets me is like, oh, we know it only affects those with underlying conditions. What, so fuck them? <laughs> like it's the callousness of, it affects the elderly and people with underlying conditions. So it doesn't really affect like the majority of us. But like, yeah, but that, like... I know people with underlying conditions and I quite like them to stay alive. <laughs> like, like they're still people too. Like the, the whole idea that underlying condition people, we can just throw them to the fucking wolves. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a fucking, it's, it's a mess. It's a whole fucking quicksand of mess. But yeah, my idea is like a lockdown could do something, but it would have to be a mad lockdown like the first one we had. And for a similar amount of time. And then coming out of that lockdown would have to be handled a lot better than it was originally. So I do don't see that happening. Do you really want your kids hanging about for that long again, though? Oh, no, to be fair, this time they actually, the school has set up Zoom classes, so uh, they can fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got to have a Zoom parents evening with son number one's teacher this week. Oh, I think the missus is doing that today. Do you know what I fucking so <laughs> about a month ago uh, I get a call number I don't recognise. Usually I'm just like, nah, fuck off. I don't answer numbers I don't recognise. Then I realised this was like an 0208 number. Mm. I was like, oh, right. You know, usually fucking randoms calling at like 017 or something yeah. like that. And I was like, oh, let me, let me answer this. You never know who it might be, like something to do with work or this, that or the other. So I've answered it and it's yeah, little man's teacher. It's like, oh, hey, we're scheduled to have uh, his parents' evening, like his parents' evening this evening. So I'm just calling to give you the update. And I'm like, wait, what? what? It's like, <laughs> I've literally not spoken to you at all since the school year has begun. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know who arranged this with you. It wasn't fucking me. Where did you get this number? <laughs> don't call him again. <laughs> Never speak to me or my son again. <laughs> so, um, Anyway, we had the parents' evening. We did it, uh, you know, did it and all that. She told me everything, blah, 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 this, that, and the other. So I've written down a couple of notes as we're talking. I've gone upstairs to take to the missus. She was like, oh, yeah, I forgot. I put your name down for that. I was like, thanks. <laughs> thanks for letting me know. <laughs> what had happened was she'd put me, obviously, she put me down as secondary, and she'd ignored the call on her fucking phone. <laughs> <laughs> so then they stopped calling her and started calling me. Uh, like an idiot, I answered it. I'm just making it known now. Fuck Zoom quizzes. I'm not going back down there. Oh, I'm not going back to that. No. Not going back to that. I got the yum nah. far too easily last time. I just don't think you're meant, like, man was not meant to quiz that often. <laughs> <laughs> like a fucking weekly or twice a week. No, no. There's only so much. There's only so much that you need to quiz. Like, you should quiz about three or four times a year, probably. 12 at most, once a month. That's that's if you've got a real problem. Did I tell you uh, my brother did a murder mystery? Did I tell you that? Did I mention that? Oh, one? yes, yeah, 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 yeah. I did one of those as well. Yeah. 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 Again, I didn't mind it, but fucking hell, it was long. Yeah, a bit of a slog. And you it's use... a bit of a slog. Like, again, I did it once. Don't think I'd do it again. You had to use your brain as well, which is uh, not something I'm very good at. Bullshit, mate. Absolute fucking bullshit. 
So when when do you think lockdown will end? Um, do you think it will end before Christmas? No. I if if they are being if if they're acting in best interests, I could see it being like April. More than likely, Jan time. I think, to be honest as well, I think they, and this is uh, not really clever by them, but I think they've got in mind, this is winter now. We're hitting peak flu season or peak illness season anyway. Lockdown over Christmas means that there's no extra pressure on the NHS because winter is a busy time for the NHS and winter is the time of year when it comes closest to breaking point. So the added coronavirus cases no matter how little or how few you may think they are when you pile that on top of a of an organization already under stress it could be the breaking point so i think maybe they want to get winter out of the way or get over the hump of when you know the the majority of cold cases are and then then probably be like all right cool you can go out again which i'm not mad at to be honest i'm not mad if that's the reason I just, I just don't want it go on going on for too long, like because it's all very well and good. You're stemming the the spread of the disease, but there's other factors that's going to affect people. Oh yeah, there's there's mad factors, and you know, like again, we've not even looked at like fucking the people that are not going to be able to survive because of because of no, uh, you know, like losing their job or you know. Child care, they they won't have child care. I mean, obviously they're keeping the schools and universities open, um, which means that people obviously don't have to choose between staying at home with their kid and their job. But this is gonna, this is still gonna have another impact on people, like financially as well. Not, well, not only that, men, mental health is the main is the main. Yeah, mentally as well. That's what I'm saying. You know, people that are living issue. at home on their own. That's the main scare. Um, people, yeah, people living at home. If they did that, I don't think. I don't think people will be able to cope with that again for too long. No. And it's, it's, uh, yeah. But, uh, good. I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, if, if it was going to be done and be done like fucking properly, just like, all right, stay the fuck in your houses. Nothing's happening. Do you think, they will, like, do you think right. they will learn from last time when they, when they, when they eased it, eased up last time and they were like, Money off you when you go to a restaurant. They just and they they encourage. They're not going to do EO to help out again. They won't do EO to help out again, or anything or anything similar. Um, No, they won't do anything similar. But I don't know if they'll learn with the speed at which they ended the lock. Like rather than like easing people gradually back into life, it was just kind of like fuck it. Super Saturday hit the pubs. Like I don't know if they'll learn from that because again, the main idea is going to be fuck. The economy's lost a lot of money. And so we got to get things going as quick as possible, which lockdown two, <laughs> dawn of the mega tax. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you just look at just like, and this is the whole problem with the fucking like the system where it's like have shit put aside, like have a rainy day fund. We get told over and over a fucking again you should have savings. It's your you're like, well, it's your fault you're poor and you're only like one paycheck away from being destitute. You should have savings. Mm-hmm. that's for one person or for a family for a fucking country you should have savings you should have something in reserve to be like look if anything ever fucking happens to the country that's the money that we but you know 
every single fucking penny is has to go somewhere into somebody's pocket somehow because everybody wants to slice the fucking pie. Like, imagine, you know, fuck, when was the last, well, like, say Spanish flu was the last time there was a big fucking madness with people dying and shit. Imagine if when Spanish flu was over, they were like, you know what? We're going to put even something stupid is like 0.1% away every year. Over fucking 70, 80, however fucking many decades it was since that happened, they'd have a nice little fucking pot going. And this wouldn't have been a problem. Be like, look, you've all got to sit in your houses, but you're going to get furloughed. You get 100% of your fucking or 80% whatever of your fucking wages and will be nice for like a year or seven or eight months until we flush this thing out of the system. Heard of maybe it's not as simple as all that, but fuck it. Well, nothing's ever simple with this fucking government. Um, mm. what the the talk of a vaccine's gone quiet? Have you noticed? Because, dude, do you know how long it takes to make a fucking vaccine? Yeah, but a few months ago they were like, we've we've almost got one ready. Yeah, and I don't think they did, or I think they were jumping the gun. I think they were properly jumping the gun. Oh, it's a depressing state of affairs, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. The world at large was just not ready to take care of people. That's what this should show. <laughs> like, yeah. you're just not ready. Well, well, I say the world at large. Like you say, you've got places like like in Asia that have done a good job. Germany. Germany have done a pretty, pretty good job with it. Like, not the greatest, but certainly nowhere near. Like, if you look at England and America, it's supposed to be the two fucking leading countries. Well, this is what I was saying. Like, even, even not even as far as China, like Germany... They've done well to, to, to push back on this thing, mm. and the what's, support that they're giving stopping, their people. What's stopping the likes of the UK just going? Uh, what's that? How'd you do that? Like, can we borrow that for a minute? Do you know what I mean? Like, why have we why have we gone our own way and relied on fuckwits to to help to to? Ah, oh, don't. <laughs> I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong. They've still had like a fuckload of um, illnesses and deaths, but it's again money. They've got more. They've 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 put more money into. I'm t- like for me, I'm talking more about their response. Even not not even in talking about how they're getting rid of it, but their response to trying to get their country through it. Like, I mean, what they've had. I don't know. I think they've they've had like I think they've had about half a million cases, and uh, like maybe ten twelve thousand deaths. Again, those numbers have probably gone up since since the last time that I saw it. But um, they coped a lot better, and they've been able to provide for their people a lot better. And again, one thing is money and a willingness as well—a willingness to be like, well, let's do whatever it takes to get this sorted. Oh fuck it. Let's let's mm. let's talk about something else. <laughs> yeah, we could go about this all day. Let's talk about it's also it's also about... incredibly depressing. Like yeah, the, exactly. thought of the thought of not being able to live a life the way you want to is just it's heartbreaking. Mm, yeah, you, know, you, North you, Koreans feel. you pour out that liquor, mate. Well pour a little liquor. I figured you could just cut it off cut it cut it off my audio track. <laughs> not when you're talking all around here. <laughs> Well, uh, you, no, no, you, but you were talking as well. It's fine. Not, not in the last time you did it. 
last time I was listening to you. It was fine. Oh, for fuck's sake, I cannot answer. Um, all right, let's t- let's look at the racism bundle. <laughs> a bundle of racism. The racism pack. <laughs> There's been a lot of racism, so we're just bundling it up. A gaggle of racism. A gaggle of racism. A clan of racism. <laughs> That's what it's called when there's a lot of racist things happening at once. A clan of racism. A clan or a firm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's so much. Where do we start? Comet Relief. We'll start with that. That's the oldest one as well. Yeah, so um, this is this is Comet Relief um, announcing that they're no longer going to send privileged white celebrities to Africa. Um, because it makes it look like they are superheroes, or well, what did they say it was? White savior. White savior. That was it. Yeah. Thoughts? Um, yeah. Good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> good. Good. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm sure. Well, I say I'm sure. Comic relief are doing a lot of good. They've been going for fucking years, and I'm. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm sure they are, but. It's not those celebrities that are doing it. <laughs> like, show the people, you know, even show the people that are there on the ground doing it every fucking day. Mm. Like, I don't want to see yeah, send Dooley hugging a, a, a fucking hungry kid. Sending celebrities full stop is a bit is a bit stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is. And it just so happens that, like, most of the... Because I was thinking about it, apart from Lily Henry, who's the fucking host, I do not... I cannot remember a black celebrity that they've said over there. Oh, Maybe weird. I just like the guy, there one like I'm sure the Maybe. guy from uh, John Wick. What's his name? The, the oh. guy from John Wick. Yeah, he's the hotel. What, the guy that owns the hotel. Yeah. Hey, he's American though, isn't he? No, the the. Hang on, talk about yourselves. Oh wait, you mean fucking Ian McShane? Not Ian McShane, because he's white. Yeah, I'm just like, wait, hang on, no, because I'm sure he was the dude that was in The Wire. I swear he's not English. I am talking about. Lance Reddick. Lance Reddick. Yeah. Sent yeah, he's American. Is he? Yes. He was in The Wire. Well, Lufa, uh, Lufa, fucking Idris Elba was in The Wire and he's English. No, that is fair. <laughs> <laughs> that is not an argument. That is not an argument. But um, but yeah, I'm sure they must have sent, uh, they must have sent Elba over there or at least once. But I, I don't, well, again... Let me just stop you. He was born in Baltimore, so... <laughs> my, my, <laughs> where the wire was set. He is the wire. <laughs> he fucking lived it. <laughs> uh, but, um, what was being English? What did being English have to do with it? Because obviously, Comet Relief, they, it's, it's the English celebrities that go, we, we, send, we send our celebrities over there. I'm sure like, Americans have done it as well. Nah, fuck off. They don't do it. Ooh. Do you need me to go back through all the archives of Red Nose Days to, to tell you? Yeah. Yeah. Bring it back next week. All right, next but, week. Like, next it's, week. it's always British people. It's always British mid-level celebrities. Come on, we know this. We know this. We know this. But like, it's fucking... Yeah. It Rufus is. Hound. <laughs> Chris Martin. Joe Brand. Chris Martin laps it up. Ah, I think he's too big for comic relief. He does UNICEF. I don't know. He might have done comic relief. I don't know. But the point that I was making was I cannot readily name black celebrities that have done it. Even, but again, no celebrities full stop, but it is usually white celebrities that get sent over there. 
Yeah, I can't. It 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 fucking jars me every time you watch it, and they're like, they they're following some kid who's living in a plastic hut, like, and mm. they and they and then they're all like teary eyed at the end of it, and yeah, you and then you get to go back home. Like, yeah, what's... and I have no doubt it had a profound effect on them. But exactly what you say, you go there for two weeks, then you go back home. Whereas, like all of these, uh, all of these initiatives that Comic Relief are putting forward, there's people working on that shit all year round. Oh, of course, yeah, like the people that yeah. basically live over there to help out. Exactly, boots on the ground. Yeah. So keep the celebrities in the studio. Of course, you need celebrities to sell stuff. It's always the way, but keep them in the fucking, keep them in the studio. Let them do their little monologue in the studio while you're showing a fucking montage of, of, of depressing shit. My favorite, having said that, my favorite moment in Red Nose Day was uh, when Ricky Gervais did it. Do you remember this? Oh, yeah. I don't actually. I stopped watching Red Nose Day a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. He was, he had, he was following some African guy. And like every time he does a piece to camera where he's like, donate now and whatever the bit mm. like the scene behind him I was like that doesn't look real <laughs> and it turns out he's doing this piece of camera and then all of a sudden Stephen Merchant pops up he's like you right, Rick and he it turns out he's just in a studio <laughs> no he, I did see that I did see that yes, he he yeah, rips yeah. the piss out of the whole situation I don't know whether it was whether it was like a conscious thing that that's that's the message he was getting across ah you know Ricky you know Gervais wanted he's like if I'm doing it I'm doing it like this but yeah. again that's great that do that shit do mm. that shit it's fine sit and do your fucking comic relief version of Strictly Come Dancing and all that shit but yeah Fuck off! I'm tired. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Wait, what's Comic Relief BBC? Yeah, it did get to it did get to a point in like more recent years where celebrities these days would see people doing it in the past, and probably people in the past who were doing it probably did have the best intentions, and they were there to sort of try and make a difference. Yeah, of course. It, you know, everything always starts out pure. But yeah, but then people nowadays are like they see that and they just want to play the role of being that caring person. Yeah, and, and, like, and like you say, porn. fucking, yeah. Go to Stacey Dooley and say, what's the name of that kid you were following two years ago in Africa? She wouldn't have a fucking clue. And, you know, and it's led to a very, like, that kind of thing. I'm not saying it's just comment relief that's fucking responsible for it, but, like, people do that shit now. People take their fucking gap year and go across, but they do it just to say they've done it. Yeah, just to take fucking pictures, and not everybody is, of course. I know that there's people there that are genuine and are fucking, you know, they're right in there trying to help. But you do have a, a, a section or a portion of people that are just there for the way that it looks, especially now in the social media age. Fuck it, I'll go to Africa for a week. I'll take a few pictures with a few starving kids behind me, and I'm I'll hug on somebody. I mean, you'd like to come think, back over. You'd like to think uh, someone who was pure of heart who'd go over there and be like, oh, "I'm going to go and help out." If they were genuine, they'd see the impact, or they'd see like the the, the scene that that's before them would have such an impact that they would stay longer than they intended to. Yeah, I mean, look at that chick that was in the. Did we talk about that woman last week? So, um, woman from Kent, 
that like went over there. Yeah, so no, we was going to, we was going to, but we didn't. didn't yeah, have time. yeah. And what? What she? She's fostered like seventeen kids now, and she's opened her own like shelter for getting kids off the street. Mm. And she's been doing it for years, and she's only like what? She's like 22, 20, well, maybe 24, 25. And she's been over there since she was like eighteen, nineteen, or whatever. And like, she's making a mad difference. And, yeah. Boy. And like, obviously, you want to raise awareness, but don't put yourself in the center of the picture. No. <laughs> you know, you don't need to put yourself. You don't need to put yourself in the picture at all. Like, there's way to do about it. Ways to go about it. From one racist BBC show to another. Great British Bake Off. That's on Channel Four, mate. Fuck off, is it? Yeah, <laughs> has oh. been for like five years. <laughs> I thought it was the BBC show. No, nah. has it ever been a BBC show? It was. It was either BBC or ITV, but controvert like Channel Four controversially bought it off, bought the rights, and that's when um... nah, it was fucking yeah. It started off as a BBC show. That's got fuck off. That's got Brit- that's got BBC written all over it. That kind of shit. Okay, yeah, all right. Bake off. <laughs> Hang on, let's have a look. Let's have a look. Yeah, it was it started off on BBC One. Like you could just tell. You could tell when something's BBC. Mm. It's got that vibe. It's got that vibe. Oh, what happened here? Um, they made some Japanese buns, but they weren't Japanese. No, they're, they're the Japanese theme or something like that. Mm. Mm. That was it. Their Japanese themed week, and yeah. I think they were making bao. Nope, I'm going to be racist now because I think bao is Chinese. <laughs> It's actually Korean. They were making steamed buns. I'm pretty sure they were making Japanese steamed buns. They were making all sorts. I, they were, I saw I saw big cakes and everything. They, and they, what, oh, yeah. from what I gathered from it, was it was uh, I don't know what I gathered from it. I mean, I it, I didn't see anything wrong with it. But the cakes they were making, they was all like Japanese. Um. Not themed, but they were they had Japanese. Yeah, but it was characteristics. Characteristics yeah. of Japanese culture. All right, here we go. I found something. It's like so, the contestants were tasked with creating treats for Japanese Week. Um. Okay. Cool. And uh, yeah, for me, yeah, I'm I'm I. Well, there's there's two. I think there's two separate camps on this. Like, people complaining that they went for Indian and American takes on classic Japanese dishes. Like, that shit that chefs do all the time. Mm. Like, you fucking put a twist on. And you want your shit to be, uh, you know, unique and innovative. It's like Jamie Oliver and his jerk rice. Yeah, you're kind of trying to fuse a few things. I mean, that was fucking awful, but because he didn't know how to make jerk rice. That was, you know, <laughs> what was it? Marco Pierre White and his rice and peas, and he used garden peas. Like, fuck off, mate. <laughs> fuck off. Like, no, but again, even looking back on those, I was like, it was an interpretation of something. It was an interpretation. Um, all right, so the one thing, one of the things I'm seeing here now is obviously... One of the bakers decorated her buns like pandas, even though that's Chinese, not Japanese. All right, mm. that's a little bit insensitive. She doesn't know. I wouldn't call it full on racist. I would call it more ignorant. Yeah. And I think somebody got somebody somebody decorated their buns as cheeseburgers. And I was like, well, that's cool. That's an American tweet. There's like a little bit of a tw- I don't see that as racist. I just feel like they're trying to be a bit innovative. I think this one is a storm in a teacup. It's. I think it's just people going a bit too far. It's a, it's um, a it's a result of 
people being so pissed off with everything that everything pisses them off. Yeah, this this is one of those ones where you're kind of pushing it, uh, colouring a bit outside the lines, and it kind of delegitimises the real stuff. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, this is a show about baking fucking cakes. Like, we're not changing the world with this show. Exactly. And I guess, again, I don't watch it. I've never seen it, but, you know... Give a little, give a little like hints and tips and a few facts about Japan and Japanese cuisine. Like you know, teach the audience a little something. But I don't know if you can come at people for their creations. Like, if they turned around and was like, "Oh, pandas, yeah, if that's fucking Japanese, if people in Japan fucking love pandas, have it." Then I'll be like, "All right, come on, don't be a dickhead about it." But you know, it's yeah, it's a bit too much. It's a bit too much for me. All right, and the final part of the racist three-in-one bundle. More, more racism for your money. The clan <laughs> of racism comes to, a, comes to a completion with the news that Jodie Turner-Smith has been chosen to play Anne Boleyn in uh, something. <laughs> I don't know. Again, it's probably the BBC because they're the only ones that fuck with, this is, this is, with period this, dramas. This is Channel 5 and a Henry VIII drama. Um, oh, it's Channel 5? Yeah. Oh, well, then it makes complete fucking sense. This is a non-story. Of course Channel 5 would do this. <laughs> Can I... Um... Go on. And Bogling. And and Bogling. <laughs> and Bogling. <laughs> um, this is actually a peeve, a pet peeve of mine. Uh, it's something that like always, and the missus is always like, oh, you don't like this, do you? Like... You know me, I love diversity. I'm all for bringing my people up and shit like that. But Amberlynn was not black. Yeah, which is what I was about to say. Like people, like people kick, kicked up a stink when they when they're saying the next Batman could be black or, um, yeah, that's, yeah, like, yeah. Other fictional character like Superman, black James. Bond. Yeah, that's Batman. Like, that's Superman. I don't give a fuck. They're just they're they're whoever. They're fictional <laughs> yeah. characters, which means they could be interpreted by anyone. Anne Boleyn mm-hmm. is a historical mm-hmm. figure. Historically, she was white. I just like if if you if you're giving me a historical drama, I like some accuracy. I remember I was watching an episode of fucking oh, what the fuck is that time travel show called? Legends of Tomorrow, and they went back to Viking times, and like you know, obviously you got fucking loads of extras pretending to be Viking villagers, and there was just like loads of black people dotted in, and I'm just like, no. This is not the place where I need to see, like, I know what Vikings were. I know who Vikings were. I know the part of the world that they came from. So does, uh, does this fall under cultural appropriation? Because hmm. Hmm. It, no. it screams, no, because... it screams, hey, look, yeah. we're forward thinking. Here's a, here's a black Amberlynn. Yeah, see, I think it falls more under uh, fake wokeness. Yeah. Well, that's, I would yeah. say it, cultural appropriation is more trying to make money or make yourself famous or popular using somebody else's. Like, there's no cultural element to this. She's okay, going to play okay. Queen Every- There's no, yeah, like, it's just a black person playing Queen Every Eighth, but they're not taking, like, you know, I mean, you know, maybe she will have Bantu knots or something like that. But <laughs> I would say um, it's not using, it's not using being black as a, as like a, a well, I suppose it probably is using black to be a money spinner because they want people to watch it. But it's, yeah, it's more of a fake wokeness. I'm like, and to be honest, 
you know, there are there's been plenty of times when there's been uh, you know, reimaginings of stories with uh, you know, like you get an all black cast that are doing a historical reenactment or whatever. Yeah. And that's cool and all that, but if you're doing like a, if you're trying to do like a kind of factual, I know it's a drama, but you're trying to be factual about it, like a like a Medea thing. <laughs> yeah, but and the other thing is because obviously, like if Amblin was black, like that would have caused the ruffle. <laughs> like, are you gonna write in? Are you gonna write in how people at the time would have reacted to that, or are they just gonna pretend like she's just she, you know, that they don't see color? Mm. <laughs> are they, they going to be pretending that? I just yeah, for me, I'm like you know, if you keep keep your stale history stuff, that can stay all white. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's like you, you you don't you don't get it, do you? <laughs> uh, yeah, things I like you know things that are white. There's there's not a problem. It's not <laughs> like they were white and they should have been black. They were white because have them as white. If they were black, have them as black. Go on. Exactly. And you flip this on its head and you cast like a black historical figure as someone white, it's a bit it, like, you know, and rightly so. You're like, what the fuck? No. So I'm just like, yeah, there's no need to, there's there's no need for this. It's, uh, and you know, cool on her. She's got this part in a series and I'm sure she'll do great with it. I'm sure she's a great actress, but. Do you think there's responsibility accuracy. on her to say, uh, this this isn't the part for me because I'm the wrong skin colour? It's a weird one because people have done it. People have given up parts because of that, but obviously it's always the other way. It's the other way around. But boy, I know I'd be about my money too. <laughs> well, that's, that's the other thing, isn't it? And you know, obviously you get to do something you love doing, and I'm sure, like you know, you know, the story of King Henry VIII and his wives is, you know, it's legendary. Like you, you know inside of school, outside of school. It's fucking great. And it's probably a great opportunity. You know, you'd want to play that part. Like, you know, if you get a chance to play like an iconic part, you're going to want to do it, right? Yeah, that's on your CV then, isn't it? I would, yeah, exactly. I Berlin, yeah. Yeah, and even just as a fact that like, I enjoy acting, you're like, well, I get to act in that part. A part that I probably would not, that I probably would not have got the chance to get at, at any other time. Yeah, that's true. So it's... <sighs> Again, I, I wouldn't say it's on her to give it up, but you could say that, you know, you, there is an opportunity for you to step aside and do that. But, you know, they'll probably just hire somebody else black. Also to cl- also to clear the air in some respects as well. Like with people, because, there's, because it's such a murky topic, mm. like what's racist, what's not racist, what's cultural appropriation, what's racial... Mm-hmm. This was an opportunity for someone who it directly affects to say, "Well, I'm not playing that because I'm not black. I'm not white. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's historically a white person, so why would I? Why would I be playing it? That's that sort of thing is fine. I don't have to play this part because I'm not white." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, it's a perfect opportunity. And the thing is, the the funny thing is, I know there, I know there was like you know there was backlash to this. The problem is, the people that backlash to this are racists. Yeah. <laughs> So they're not going to get listened to, even if they do have a valid point. They're not getting listened to. Yeah, it's such so, a, it's, it, 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 it makes you realise that this isn't an issue that's going to get solved ever, I don't think. No. no. I mean, you as, know what? As I always say, racists are going to be racist. Yeah, just don't You're make not, shit about King Henry VIII. It's fucking done. It's dead. Just move leave, along and use something new. Leave it for primary school. Mm. 
Fucking, yeah, leave it for those year eight textbooks. Uh, so, yeah, I don't think it's necessary, but I'm still not, I'm not going to watch it anyway. So, talk about talking about treating your wife poorly. <laughs> talking about treating your wife poorly, uh, a Mr. Jonathan Depp has been in the news <laughs> in the last couple of days. He could have, uh, he, I don't know, don't know when it was, but he uh, saw a headline, or he saw an article about him in the Sun, mm-hmm. where they referred to him as a wife beater. Mm-hmm. He did not like that, he did. so he he, didn't. he uh, took him to court for libel. Yeah, he could have left it. He could have just gone, oh, a bunch of cunts they are, aren't they? I'm not going to buy that paper anymore. Um, <laughs> and then everyone, everyone would have forgotten about it. <laughs> Because I'm sure he was an avid reader before. Oh, of course. He's subscription, the edit. <laughs> loves the bit of the old son, doesn't he? Loves the back pages. Loves, <laughs> loves page three. Whoa. 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 Page three, eh? <laughs> Katie from Essex. Whoa. With her views on, on nuclear, nuclear disarmament. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking shower that is, man. But yeah, oh, he could have. Anyway. He could have. He could have. Uh, he could have let it go. Would have been forgotten about by now, but no, he uh, took him to court and he lost. <laughs> so I mean, so I, I, yeah, go on. I now, without any fear of any backlash from him, can call him a wife beater. <laughs> I know we'd be wrong about it, and I know that I would win that case. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I mean, don't the minute me I wife, hit the head- don't call me a wife beater. Why? Legally, I'm allowed to call you a wife because <laughs> legally you are known as one. <laughs> legally, you have been referred to this and that is where I'm getting my information from. I mean, first things first, I'm always backing anybody o- o- over the sun. I'm back, I'll back anybody. It's quite the quandary, like, isn't it? But, you're, it but is. then you're backing a wife, but you are. Mate, to be honest, the sun could turn around and be like, Martin Luther King was a great guy and I'd be like, nah, it was a prick. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would contra- contradict myself for my life to go against that newspaper. <laughs> um, I feel a little yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know a whole heap about this uh, about the Johnny Depp Amber Heard beef. Um, I did see one. I, I randomly read one article one time where I will say it did not look good for her because there is complete and utter evidence that she is a fucking wrongen. Oh yeah, she is. Yeah, there is mad evidence that she is a wrongen. Now, uh, knowing what I know of the sun, I know the smarmy cunts that they are. The way that they, I, I feel like, I feel like the judge is being a bit of a prick because I know the sun will preface anything that sources have said or we have heard, and then after that one sentence, they will go off fucking off on one and repeat everything as if it's fact, hmm. and then just point you back to that first sentence because they'll be like, sources have said that Johnny Depp beats his wife. And then four paragraphs later, they'll be like, Johnny Depp hit his wife 17 times. And when you're like, whoa, how do you know that? They'll be like, oh yeah, but you saw we said sources have said. And that's how they kind of cover their back. So I do feel a little bad. I don't know if he hits his wife. I don't know. I don't know. I do know though, if he did hit his wife, like she was hitting him back and like the two of them were fucking going at it. So I don't think it's uh, it's not like an Ike Turner, Tina Turner kind of thing. I mean, I, I, I was, I watched, I completely forgot. I mean, I knew it happened, the the court case. I knew it was happening, mm. 
a while ago. Yeah, I mean, it's been going on for like a year or so, maybe maybe I, longer, right? And then I completely forgot about it, but I, I heard it, it sort of popped up on my timeline yesterday. Mm, yeah. And I saw Matthew Wright was on this morning talking about it. And he said uh, there was a moment where Amber Heard and Johnny Depp refer to this monster. And they talk about this monster. That, and what they were talking about was the person Johnny Depp becomes when he's on drugs and drinking. But then they're like, Oh, yes, yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that. But then yeah. they're like, well, ultimately, yeah. it's still Johnny Depp doing it. There's no third person in this equation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate this disassociation. Yeah, I hate that. I hate that shit. Um, and and so it opened up a a whole can of worms of um, it's they, they they're taking the domestic abuse angle. Uh yeah, and I think it's more. And I think again, from what I've seen and what I've read, it was more kind of. And at the time, the narrative was it was all on Johnny Depp's. It was all on his side. Yeah, but at the same time, Amber Heard's a nutcase yeah so yeah. i i think it was more that it was maybe not so much the fact that they called him wife beater but the whole spin of it was that you know this is a guy that is beating and dominating and cowing this woman yeah um which and again you know no matter what they shouldn't be hitting each other and stuff i'm not saying like oh well you know i'm not trying to be like yo she deserved it or nothing like that like that's that's a bit of a matters but you know it's much more nuanced than than just a simple simple like oh he beat her and that's the end of it do you reckon it's going to open the door for anyone who may have been in a similar position with him Mm -hmm. and they're going to be like oh yeah he beat me as well nah they would have done it by now how long has this been thing been like even looking outside of the sun newspaper how long has this thing been dragging on yeah it's a good point and also the public opinion has very much swayed back in his favor oh yeah they um i saw a I saw the, yeah. the was uh, justice for Johnny. Yeah, yeah, and always, and that came because the first time I read, the first time I looked at anything was when um, I think it was when some stuff first started coming out about her, and that was the hashtag that was used. I think this was maybe earlier this year, maybe late last year, but and again, the shit, that, and like I'm not talking hearsay and rumors. I'm talking like there is factual evidence that's documented and has been used in cases. One of which is her like talking to a friend about a knife and saying like how she will use it on him. And you're like, yo, what the fuck? Like, you know, like there's legit messages and evidence of of her talking some foul shit, which was, again, that was when the tide completely turned against her. So it's, it's a matter, like, you know, the whole, like, so I think for anybody to come out now, oh. uh, whether money grubbing or otherwise, or even, and, you know, I'm sure that there's, there's probably people that have totally legitimate claims. Like you, you don't just do this once yeah. um, to one person. Yeah. Um, I think they're not gonna they're not gonna feel public sympathy towards them, and unfortunately, that goes a long way to legitimizing your case, if you if you will. Do you reckon his career's over? Fuck no, <laughs> nah, son, nah, son. Captain Jack's not ever filming him, yeah. Like who's like honestly, real talk. I guess apart from Weinstein, who is a producer, is in the background anyway. Has this ended anyone's career? Really? It might have knocked their career down a couple notches, but it hasn't ended anybody's career, as far who as else, I can tell. Who else has been uh, accused of? Domestic I mean, I'm, I'm not just talking about. I'm not talking about domestic abuse. I'm talking like 
domestic abuse, sexual harassment, any any kind of anything, anything to do with like the Me Too movement. Whose career? Like Louis C.K. My man's back. My man's been doing stand up for, for for like a year or so now. He's been back on the circuit. Not really done a thing. Like um, Aziz Ansari back at it again. Kobe Bryant went and won championships after his shit. Like, <laughs> and again, I like these was guys Kobe are all Bryant, different. Was Kobe Bryant fan giveaway? No, I think there was. I, I believe there were two right. cases actually, because you know probably, right. there was one that was settled out of court. See, that's the difference. No, in fact, I think both of them were both settled. I think both of them were both settled. But he did later admit he he was like, "All right, what I made, what I took as consent at the time, may not have been consent." Which again was the same thing with Aziz Ansari, and I'm not putting all these guys in the same boat. I'm not saying Weinstein, Ansari, CK, fucking Kobe. I'm not saying they're all in the same boat. I'm just saying they've all been up for it. And none of them have felt, all right, maybe their money's gone down a little bit, but nobody's career has been ended. <laughs> Even R. Kelly had features. <laughs> Even R. Kelly had features. R. Kelly's still got people like, R. Kelly could put out an album now and it would still do numbers. <laughs> like, R. Kelly could put out an album right now and it would still do numbers. And that's facts. That is absolute facts. Like, you can't. Donald Trump's still fucking president and maybe he might still be. He's grabbing pussies. He legit said, I just kiss people. Like, there was no thing about permission. And people were just like, all right, fine, cool. Yeah. John Leslie's still fucking going through a court case now. He is, John he? Leslie yeah. fucking... John, I saw it in the news about a, a month ago and I was like, wait. Is I this saw it the thing? other day. I saw it the other day. Yeah, it was he recently. Was, it was recently, cleared. right? I'm sure he was cleared of something. I think he was cleared of one thing, but he's going for something else, if I remember rightly. But either way, it's John fucking Leslie. <laughs> like, my man's not exactly like cream of the crop Hollywood A-list, and he's still like blessed. Oh, shit. All right, Barrymore's career was ended. <laughs> <laughs> but that was a little different. <laughs> man, man we killed. are not the same. Guy, guy killed someone. <laughs> Yeah, actually, John Leslie's career. Did, nah, I think I feel like John Leslie with his career would have died anyway. Though to be honest, he was never fucking like he wasn't amazing, was he? No, he was. It's not like he was like a fucking household darling. Um. So yeah, no one's career gets ended. It's the same way where people will be on their own radio show talking about how free speech is dead. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfuckers will have their whole podcast with thousands of listeners and be like, you can't say anything anymore. I'm being censored. <laughs> no one can hear me. <laughs> exactly. Just be tweeting out, oh, my voice has been silenced. <laughs> what? <laughs> Don't forget to like and subscribe. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Leave a, leave a rating. Leave a review. <laughs> like, if you're looking at it, like, historically, if we're going through Hollywood, it's been the victims whose careers have been done. Yeah. <laughs> yo, you know, the amount of women that are just like, yo, I was on my way, and then, it f and then like, the door was closed. After Harvey Weinstein did anything to me, or after so-and-so did this, or after I said no, the doors was gone. So, those are the people whose careers get stopped. Oh, good times. Good times. Well, are they? <laughs> they're not. They're not. They're not. They're not at all. They're not at all. They're very terrible, terrible times. Makes you wonder, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, good.
Okay, we've got probably got time for one more thing. Um, I want to talk about the return of the best show ever made. <laughs> right, yeah, actually, I do want to talk about this. Yeah, it's up there with Pimp My Ride. <laughs> it's just one of those. It really is one of those things you just throw on and just watch, and it and before you know it, half an hour's gone by. What do you mean half an hour? Before you know it, you've watched five episodes in a row <laughs> with ads. <laughs> you yeah, didn't even yeah. turn the channel over when the ads came on. <laughs> we are, of course, talking about the return of MTV Cribs. Oh, yeah. Although, to be fair, like, my, I, I, uh, wait, what? Oh, never mind. I didn't realise it's actually already back. I thought it was just in the works. Oh, really? Dude, I just Googled it too because I, I lost my page. And yesterday's story was one of the one of the women from Selling Sunset is on MTV Cribs tonight. <laughs> from one mediocre show to another. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and you know it's what it's going to be. This is the other thing that's kind of funny, actually, at the moment, because I didn't think about this, but... Like, when you look at who used to be on Cribs, like, we're talking A-list. We're talking big boy names. Yeah, I don't think big boy names are good at this time around. Get, they're not going to get that same pull, are they? They're not, uh, A, MTV doesn't have that same pull. And B, like, celebrities are more private with their shit now. Mm. Like, it's acceptable and you can still cultivate a great career while saying no to certain shit. Um, I guess, yeah, the only... Uh, the the thing about this was is it is it tone deaf, is the return of cribs at this time tone deaf? Which I will say it is it madly is though. Yeah, like in a time when the the divide between rich and poor is getting increasingly larger, where people are not sure, especially in America, people are not sure what's happening from one day to the next and whether they're going to survive, and they turn on the telly and there's Christine Quinn from Selling Sunset whose house is literally, and I quote, dripping with gold. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you want to, is that, is that what people need to be seeing? On the other hand, is it just entertainment? It's, uh, yeah, but it depends on who it's directed at. Is it someone like me and you, we can watch it knowing full well that it's all like a bit, it's all just like a, demonstration of excess and this is it's all just fake really isn't it like it's not yeah, yeah. I mean I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if if even back in the day most of the stuff that you saw wasn't real oh, yeah. real ownership of anything like all the yeah all the chains and the cars and stuff it's just got there where the few mates park their cars and the shit inside the house yeah exactly yeah. exactly my favorite cribs was red man red man it was a fucking it was it. just his normal house and yeah. the, the, the doorbell was two wires that you had to twist together <laughs> <laughs> fucking loved his house and like he had like a fucking futon in the garage or something where his mate was sleeping maybe that, that was, was my conscious, favorite cribs maybe that was a conscious thing maybe he was more a little bit a little bit more affluent than that but he realized Oh yeah, of course. You yeah. realised the show and the premise was a bit ridiculous. My other favourite was uh, Dame Dash. Did you see oh, his one? Fuck, yo! He was in. He was actually. He was actually in a hotel in London when they did it, and he was. He was just taking the. And he was just, out of it. Yeah, 
just like flexing like it was like obviously yeah like you say taking the piss but like it was his place but very yeah. obvious that it, just being like it's not mine he went in the bathroom <laughs> and he was like I had, I, I had this uh, shower installed it just it, <laughs> it pours Evian water out of it <laughs> uh, I used to love Dame Dash those days man at the height of Rockefeller like Dame Dash was the fucking dude <laughs> He was. Just, I mean, he's still cool now. He's still cool now, but he was just hilarious. He was fucking great. Who would you? Who would you want to see? Um, Joseph Fritzl. <laughs> just want to get a look at that basement. I just want to see what he did. Like, what kind of padding did he use? What, what sort kind of, of soundproofing? What sort of setup he had? Yeah. What sort of setup did he have? Come on, son. Come on. What you got? What you got? I'm Joseph Fritzl, and welcome to my crib. <laughs> What's, who would you, who would you want to see? Who would I want to see? Um, Savile. <laughs> oh, God, fucking hell. Like, with all the cages. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd want to see, like, some dictators and shit. I'd want to see how they're living. Because, you know, they'd have, like, fucking gold AKs on the wall and shit like that. <laughs> to be honest, I'd like any random person's house. I'm, I'm a bit of a bit of a pervert when it comes to that. I'm always interested in what other people's houses look like inside. <laughs> I think the perfect the level that they should be going for with cribs now is rich but attainable, or perceived to be attainable. Well, people that are just like thing. in a slightly higher bracket than you. That was going to be my other thing. Did people? Do you reckon people watched that and saw it as something to aspire to, and it made them? Oh, undoubtedly. Undoubtedly. Get, get that sort of stuff. Because, I mean, if you think about it, MTV, those days, again, you're look, you're talking, you're in your teens, and mm. the world is still in front of you, and you still have dreams of being an R&B singer. <laughs> I had dreams of being an R&B <laughs> No, I think, I think it was... It would have been aspirational for a lot of people. It would have been aspirational, without ever thinking of the... And again, you had no idea of the value and the cost of that shit now. Like, if I was to watch an episode of Cribs now, I'd be like, yo, that's fucking mad money. Yeah. I'm not getting to that level of money without... But like you said, it, 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 it's probably a good idea. It'd probably be a good show if it was attained, like, if it was something, a goal that you could realistically reach. Yeah, if you're looking and, like, you, if you live in a two-bedroom house and someone's showing a four-bedroom house, you'd be like, hmm, all right. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. But again... I know I'm talking for myself because people watch fucking those fucking Channel 4 property shows all the time. And those fuckers have got mad fucking budgets. It's always the weirdest thing. It's like, oh, yeah, so uh, my wife makes socks for dolphins and I'm a replacement spare tire and our budget is 700 million. Did you say, <laughs> I'm, a, did you say I'm a replacement spare tire? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> Uh, dream That's job. the kind of shit it is. It's always just some mad shit. It's always just some absolutely mad, not really fucking job or jobs that like you're like, why have you got this much budget when your job does not pay that much? I tell you what, they're talking of ideas for shows. They do have a good property show on Channel Four. It's either Channel Four or Channel Five, yeah. where some geezer buys a like a derelict house for you, mm, mm, mm. and then you have to do it up. You've got a year to do it up. Yeah. And then you sell it. You can live in it. And then you sell it after a year. And whatever yeah. profit you make on it, that's your deposit for your first home. 
Ooh, I like that. It's a good okay. idea. So, all right. So no, no, but let me, let me, let me, let me. Like, do they pay for whatever you like the the renovations? If you're renovating it, do they? Is that the do you do you get a budget for renovating? I believe you do. I think he, I think he, he he gives you a budget as well. He gives you a certain amount of money to to do whatever with it. Oh no, I like that. I like that. I like that. Yeah, and then you That's get to idea. keep the excess. Yeah, like because yeah, you walk away with you 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 know they get back what they put into it, kind of thing. Like you know they they spent X amount on the house, whatever, mm. and um, you you get to keep and it gets you on the property ladder. I do like that. I do like that show. I'll have to have a look at that. But then, I mean, crib. I fucking love renovation shows and shit. But then cribs, cribs again. It's just yeah. I think we're kind of past the flaunting of wealth because it's also Cribs was about in a time where, yeah, it was much more celebrity culture became much more open because you go back to like back in the day, like forties, fifties, sixties, or whatever. You know, you got your guys like your like your D Martins, your Frank Sinatra's, and all that. Like people didn't know how they was living and what they was doing. And I guess, obviously, you know, you didn't really have as much like telly and radio and stuff like that then. Then you kind of got to the 90s and 2000s and it was kind of this celebrities are giving you all access. That was kind of the in vogue thing. That was the thing that was like, you can see how these people are actually living. And it was a new thing and everybody was just excited to see how their favourite people were living. But I think we're past that now. Like, obviously, everything's so open and you can see shit. Yeah, especially when you have Instagram now and people do it every day. Mm. And that, and that in itself, and I can up. go and Google Beyonce net worth and find that shit out. <laughs> like I don't need to see her house to know that she's making that bank. Brings, that, and that brings on that brings on new problems as well because there was uh, the uh, you know the Letterman show on Netflix where he interviews people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My next guest is yeah, yeah. He oh, the the Kim Kardashian one was on, and mm. she was talking about when she got robbed in Paris. Yeah. And it was triggers in Paris, <laughs> <laughs> and it was because, like a few days before that, she put on Instagram this massive ring that Kanye had bought her, and it was like, and it was literally like this massive ring, and she's like, "Look at this! Look what I've got now." <laughs> and on a more personal level, the amount of stories I've heard about people that I know, or mates of mine who who have people they know who have been robbed because they've just been flexing their Rolex on Instagram and stuff and people know where they live. Bruv, if you're flexing your Rolex on the Monday and you're flexing you're in Dubai on the Thursday, yeah. people are going to find your yard because yeah. you're always putting your yard up on thingy. Like, yeah, nah, it's, it's, it's mad now. It's mad. The amount of crime, like, yeah. There's people that and I mean, this is before Instagram times I'm talking. So even then it wasn't even as, as, as it was a bit more difficult, but yeah, there was men that were just waiting for people to leave their yards and be like, yo, somebody left their yard. They've got five big bags packed. They're not going to be back for a few days. Get into it. Have at it. <laughs> like, so, you know, it's, it's even easier now because like you've, all you've got to do is go on Instagram to do your homework. <laughs> so it's, reason. it's a mad thing. Another reason it should be got rid of. Hmm. Bro, I remember, and again, I remember there was a period of time, and it might still be happening now. Like Liverpool football players, the minute the man went to play in Champions League, their houses were getting oh, fucking yeah. yoked. <laughs> their houses were getting over yoked. Yeah, and like there was a period of time when it seemed to be happening like every fucking week. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I remember. 
you know, even man like Steven Gerrard was beloved in that city, but he could still get it. <laughs> <laughs> no man is no man is untouchable. Nah, bro. It's like, yo, I love your football, but that is mine. <laughs> I love your role even better. <laughs> so, you know, and again, like I say, I think we're past all that, like, well, we're not past it because like like Instagram loves showing off a fucking love showing off a, a, a big old a big boy lifestyle. But I think um Instagram always comes with the preface of, yo, so thankful and uh oh, work hard and uh oh, just you know, I'm still a normal person, I've just become successful. <laughs> All right. Thanks. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, uh I may have sent, I may have posted like a thousand pictures of me at five star restaurants and staying at top hotels. But here's a picture of me with no makeup on, just like you. I think you'll find that. I think you'll find that the fact that you're telling millions of people that this is happening <laughs> proves that you are not a normal person. If you have to tell someone you're normal, <laughs> <laughs> I promise. You are not. Yeah. I promise you, I'm normal. If you're a guy being like, oh, I've got an eight pack, but when I relax, it's only a six pack. I'm just like you. <laughs> oh, I saw I saw a, a football account on Twitter earlier tweeted about yeah. four, four pictures of Cristiano Ronaldo getting oh shit, I saw it getting yeah. changed, and they're like, he's 34 years old, and it's like, like it's basically saying, look at look at him, mm. oh, fucking mm. hell, mate, put it away. <laughs> There's plenty of 34 year olds that look like that, and for the ones that don't, who gives a fuck? For what? We're uh, we're running out we're running out of time very quickly, so um, I think we need to wrap it up. Are we though? Are yeah, we? I'm we're here I'll, forever. I'm so tired. I need to go to bed. Once to pod forever. <laughs> you can pod on your own, mate. I'm going. <laughs> yeah, I've, uh, I've yeah yeah I've got to get out of here as well. Cool. We may be back tomorrow. <laughs> we may be back tomorrow or Thursday or Friday. We will be back on the day. We'll be back. We're, we're going to do a special election reaction, depending on who wins. Who who you got your money on? I don't. I have no money. Uh, it's fucking mad. It's fucking mad. Like I, I should have no interest in this shit forever. Neither should anyone else, other than Americans. But this is the the situation we find ourselves in. And also, it's a domino effect. Like it's it. You know, you could be like, "Oh, what's America got to do with you?" But it's some stuff that happens in America. It's a ripple effect. Stuff that happens in America will radiate out towards the rest of the world. Mm. Um, oh God, it's just the case: of the old man versus the old man. Do you think? This, do you think even one of them is great? To be honest, but Biden is much less of a worse yeah. option. I mean, I've had that conversation before. You know that, uh, but yeah. Do you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think his time is up? Who Trump? Oh, yeah. Uh, it's going to be close. It's going to be close. I think. I yeah, think. No take. I think in the back of their in back of their minds, I think they know he's got he's in trouble because you like over just today, I've seen so many things where it was like Trump supporters block a bridge and Trump supporters graffiti a Jewish cemetery. Trump supporters this done this to houses. It's like, like they know they what know if they're, they're, what if they're successful in blocking people from doing shit. There's video evidence to prove that they blocked people from voting. So. They can't. Yeah, but this is the thing. I always see the stories that say they did this, but I never see like, oh, we remedied it by this. Like, I feel like those people that got blocked from voting just still haven't voted. I don't know. And also, the electoral college is a fucking weird piece of shit. It's bullshit. We can get into it tomorrow or whenever. Um, Yeah. For now, thank you for listening. I'm gonna go to bed.
I'm out. I'm outy. Scadley, far outy. The worst thing about that film. What the fuck are you talking about? Slinky Dog is a fucking treasure. Please explain to me what that means, please. I don't fucking know. Exactly, mate. Don't say it if it doesn't make if it doesn't mean anything. If it doesn't make any sense, why are you saying it? Well, obviously, I know what it means. It means scantily far outy, but <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Yo, they got mad sayings in bit like <sighs> even this country's got ra- random shit. Like, how is he in himself? What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> Can we can we go can we go please? We can get into yeah, let's go. Let's, let's let's not get into let's not get into it. Next right. week special sayings and what do they mean? Yeah, All love right. you. Bye. Love you. Bye.